Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Valkman. <laughs> Guten Morgen, my nerdkinder. Guten Tag. So there's definitely a lot to talk about this week in the nerdy world, but I want to start off with the world of movies and TV in a segment that we call Screen to Screen. Uh, and we are starting with uh, an amazing trailer that I, 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 this should be a terrible thing, but it's awesome. It is the movie Tag, which is based on a true story of a group of friends who have been playing the same game of Tag for 30 years. And it may it may be a terrible idea if it didn't have Jeremy Renner, Ed Helms, Jake Johnson, John Hamm, Rashida Jones, Isla Fisher, like Hannibal Burris is Bur- in this. Yes, like this this cast is in its tag <laughs> makes no sense. But Jeremy Renner so has excited. never been tagged. He's never been it in Correct. thirty years. Yes. Like this, I, I'm like super excited about about this movie. It, it I, I'm at a loss for words. When I saw it, I was like, this, this is no, this is going to be so dumb. And then as you see the cast members come on, you're like, oh, all right. And then you see like the tag itself, the game when they play. There's action involved. Jeremy Renner's tying people up with a sheet. It was amazing. The but the intro really? to the that, that impressed you, Jeremy Renner tying people up with a sheet. The intro to the trailer, Jeremy Renner's running through a hall to tell you he's going to show you this trailer for a movie called Tag, and John Hamm sneaks up behind him and tags him. So does Ed Helms. Ed Helms is in the background, too. It's fantastic. It's so good. Brian, you don't seem that impressed. I'm actually really... I've known about this. Have you guys not heard the true story? Like, this was thing... No. Oh, this thing was going around, like, a year ago. It was awesome. Like, it's so funny because, like, if you read the story about the real guys, like legitimately much like what it looks like in the movies like their future wives like got in on it like people were sneaking into other people's houses to tag them (laughs) and like i remember reading about this the like the one friend snuck into the other friend's house while they were sleeping the wife woke up saw it and just started screaming run run and like (laughs) so like the wives are all in on it like it, it looks like a lot of fun it does i I fucking lost my mind just at the beginning where they're like in the delivery room and John Hamm's like, hey, congratulations, you're hit and walks by. <laughs> so good. So good. It's, it's going to be a fun, fun movie. And yeah, I mean, the cast is awesome. So I don't see why this movie isn't, you know, enjoyable at all. Like every it's like everybody all at once got one for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know, this is what Hawkeye's doing during Infinity War. <laughs> right. I'm okay. I'm okay. He's not if on he's the poster because he's playing tag. He's, and he's, he's never been tagged. He and he's surgical. Right, right. Makes sense. I like I like your I like your thinking there. Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm spitballing. I'm thinking out loud here. Okay, so coming in 2019 has been the highly anticipated John Favreau's live action The Lion King, right? We've talked about the cast, how it looks amazing. There's the other live action reboots of these movies have been pretty successful. Right? There's a couple misses in there, but all in all, pretty good. What misses are you thinking of? Well, I, I, let me say this. This is not news per se. Like, this was posted more than a month ago. Right. Uh, however, it was um, it was our, our friend Jeff Thomas's outrage on social media about a specific song being missing that prompted me because it's bullshit yeah so hold on so let me <laughs> so for those of you who don't so the news that we've just discovered is that only four of the original songs from the lion king soundtrack will be in the new movie is can you feel the love tonight 
Akuna Matata, uh, I just can't wait to be king and the circle of life. No, be prepared. Right. And, and no, be prepared is fucking bullshit. Don't you think he'll have his own new, like new thing? Oh God. I hope. Why? uh, Why? He doesn't need a new thing. That thing was perfect. That was the song. That was Scar's song. It gave you so much about his character, his motivations, the fact that he doesn't give a shit about the hyenas. Like, it was everything you needed to know about that character. <laughs> Why would you change this? John Favreau, what are you doing to my life? Oh, man. Brian is so torqued up. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. You're just. It's. I, I'm glad to see the passion. Uh, Brian. You know, it's funny. I, I agree. I just. The, I, I wasn't that passionate. I've seen The Lion King umpteen times. I don't recall that song. What? What? I mean, maybe if what? I heard it. Maybe if I heard it, I'd, I'd recall it. But I don't like. <laughs> I got you. I, I can't. At this, oh no! At this I moment, can't afford you playing Disney on the podcast, Brian. You're gonna have to sing it. I'm not singing shit. Come on, I can't afford to play it on the show. We're, we're we'll get taken down in a moment. We're already down. I don't know I don't, how but we're already down. I don't even down. know the, the I don't know the lyrics to right, That's what I'm saying. I don't know the lyrics. I don't recall this song at all. Be prepared. No. No. I don't I don't recall. I mean I, I remember was, was it in a cave? Was he singing it in a cave? Yes. A lot of green, a lot of green of explosions. I remember all the, like the green and the right. yeah, yeah. But I don't remember the song at all. You make me sad. I I do remember I just can't wait to be king. But this isn't going to be a musical. It's just it's just sad, you know, score. Right, you can't. No, it's Disney. It's a it's a musical. Jungle Book was a musical. The live action Jungle Book still had all the songs in it. All yeah. right, yeah, fair enough. Okay. So here's the question: Are they going to give Scar a new song? And if so, will it be as bad as the Beast's new song in Beauty of the Beast? I don't care because they shouldn't be giving him a new song. This song was perfect. Why are you fucking with my childhood? <laughs> and this is my childhood. I was like ten when this movie came out. Yeah, yeah. Josh, what will you do if they do if they give Scar a new song? He won't care because he doesn't remember the original song. Yeah, I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> he won't give a shit. Uh, no, I don't. I, I, I really like. I, I don't know why I feel completely ambivalent about this, but I do. I just okay, okay. And it was ninety four. Like I was fourteen. Yeah, you were like fourteen. You were already like doing cool stuff, like on street corners, hanging out with the gang. We get it. <laughs> What's your favorite Disney movie? <laughs> What? Uh, my favorite Disney movie is The Sword in the Stone. Well, it was The Sword in the Stone, and now it's Moana. Okay. Okay. So I want you to imagine that they took out the You're Welcome song out of Moana. That wasn't my childhood. It's not a... <laughs> okay. Really? Really? It'd be like taking uh, Ben King's Stand By Me out of Stand By Me, and I don't think you can do that. So like exactly exactly but yeah that's but what it's yeah like. but this movie isn't called the lion uncle it's it's a it's not about it is a pivotal plot point of the story and John Favreau will create because that right after story. this song he kills Mufasa <laughs> spoiler this alert. is the <laughs> be prepared I'm gonna kill my brother song can't he say be prepared and then kill his brother <laughs> can't he just deliver no, a monologue no, because instead he of couldn't, oh, wait, wait, wait. couldn't he like get like a like a blackboard and write be prepared on it in chalk first off first off I know you have a lot of knowledge of turtles and plants but apparently your knowledge <laughs> on lions 
Not so good. Lions don't have opposable thumbs. He can't write on a chalkboard. Could, okay, couldn't he go to a slate wall in a cave and scratch, be prepared on the wall? I suppose And then go could. kill his brother? But, but that doesn't have the same gravitas as a song. The oh. song's important, Joshua. It's important. I don't. I don't think this one is as important as the four they're bringing in. I'm just saying. Is this one <laughs> as five. important as Hakuna Matata? I'm just saying make it five. Who said, did, did Disney go to John Favreau and say, listen, you can only use four songs. We only got room for four songs. <laughs> Elton no. John wants a lot of royalties. No. No. They're like, hey, John Favreau, you're making the Lion King action movie, live action movie. Fucking do what you want. And he decided to say, you know what? I'm going to fuck with everyone's childhood and remove the villain's most important song that kind of gives you everything about his backstory, his character, and his plans. Listen, I'll be honest. I would rather lose Can You Feel the Love Tonight than I would absolutely lose Can You Feel the Love Tonight in a heartbeat. Because yeah, I, I cannot I feel the love. I ever. don't need that. <laughs> not feeling the love on this. All right, Brian. Okay. You feel good? You're all right? Your heart, heart palpitation stopping? I'll be fine when they put the song <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go see this in the movies. I'm going to have them pause you it. You just sing the right song. Before You're the just going to yell. Be I'm going to play it on my YouTubes, and then I'll have them resume the movie because I'll feel better. Oh, man. All right. Let's move uh, out of the world of movies. Let's move into some streaming news. Uh Josh, I think this is a sh- is this a show you're still watching? Lemony Snicket's in a series oh, of unfortunate it's events. So the season one was so good. Season two uh, launches next Friday, by the way. Right. Um, and we're already getting news about season three. I love, 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 love this show. It's amazing. It's so much better than the movie, while yes. being so similar than uh, to the movie. Right. But it's so much better. Uh, so, uh, something about this still. I just. I don't. I don't. I don't enjoy this show. I Neil tried. Patrick I really Harris tried. Alone. He's great. I'm just. He's not enough to keep me on watching these episodes. False. That is a it's false just, statement. Not enough. And and every other character has been fantastic. I haven't had a gripe with any of them. Brian, what about you? Are you a Lemony Snicket's fan? I, I enjoyed the one episode I watched. I never got a chance to finish it, though. Yeah, this is on his list below 27,000 <laughs> other things. There you go. So, Josh, what do we need to know going into to season three? Is there anything big on there that fans just kind of need to be aware I mean, of? Here's There are people joining the cast for season three, and that's cool. But, like, I'm not, I'm not willing to say what – check our show notes and, and read what – the speculation is about season three, but for the love of God, watch season one and then season two. It's won't if won't they be done with all the books by the end of season two? Um, this like there's a timeline in it, uh, whether or not all the books get in there or like I, it's about ages for the children. So I don't know. OK, I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm just wondering I, if season three goes off book. Are they doing it live? <laughs> They're going to do it live. Yeah. If I mean, Game of no, Thrones can do it, why can't The crazy thing is, the thing is like, I, the, the amount of excitement that has already been generated about season three before season two even airs is awesome. But like, this is not just a, a this is not a, a kid's show. Like, kids can watch it and it's actually pretty wholesome. But it's so funny and so much fun. And surprising at times. And it's incredibly well done, well written, well acted. 
the sets are, are awesome. The effects are cool. Like, it's just a good story that everybody can get behind. I'll try to give it a, another shot. I'm behind shot. it, Josh. I'll try to give it another shot and see if I like it. You but, made uh, me behind Josh, it. Josh is accurate. You should definitely go to the show notes, read the article about some of the speculation for season three, and then go watch season one. And, and two. then go to our Twitter or Facebook and express your outrage over the song being cut from Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to this. Aaron Albert had big plans to celebrate his 12th birthday with eight of his classmates in a very festive Stranger Themes theme party. Uh, there was just one problem. Nobody showed. Bro, his friends ghosted it. I mean, apparently not friends, but some 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 asshats in his class ghosted him on his birthday. Yep. Anyway, That's, this sounds vaguely familiar. So his brother, uh, oh, sent Laura out a tweet. was so sad about it. So his uh, older sister sent out a tweet saying that yo, hey, he invited eight of his classmates for Stranger Things party, and nobody showed up. To which then Netflix just kind of came in on a. I mean, just the, the cast of Stranger Things just came in as the white knight on a horse and just saved the day. Well, yeah, I mean, the the tweet was picked up and retweeted by a ton of people. Um, we're talking about like in the time between March 20th and the when this was tweeted, like a few days earlier. It was right? the 18th. Yeah. Two days earlier, 50,000 retweets and almost a quarter million likes. Right. So at that point. Um, the <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, who plays 11 and, uh, Gaten Matarazzo both replied requesting an invite to the party next year, which is pretty awesome. Great. These kids are like amazing. These kids are like goddamn role models. Well, I would adopt them all because it's cool to be a nerd. The world is run by nerds. I know, but these kids also have like so much damn class. Yeah, they're nerdy and classy. Classy it's, nerds. It's good. So good. Uh, so now I think that we should uh, have some kind of event where, like, you know, we want people to come and nobody comes. We tweet out it. We get some celebrities in. I'm just we're, saying. We're not, we're not a 12-year-old or whatever. Yeah, 12. We're just wait 12. until my next birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing I'm not used to. <laughs> to be fair, I, I never show up for Brian's birthday. As this is true, and I've invited him every year. <laughs> just worried I'm going to cash in my slap. <laughs> I am. I'm so worried about it. Flapsgiving's coming. So in Netflix news, I have some amazing news for Monty Python fans. The full catalog of Monty Python, including maybe some new material, is coming to Netflix for the first time. Define full catalog. So Holy Grail. They are life. including, yeah, they're including the TV series uh, Flying they're Circus. They're including Flying Circus? They're including Flying Circus, uh, uh, Life of Brian, uh, Holy Grail, uh, all, all the fantastic stuff that you want from Monty Python, and the and they're also including like the reunion specials, live at Aspen, one oh. down, five to go, right on. It's the whole, it's all their recorded stuff, from what I can read. Yeah, That's and, awesome. And Monty Python years ago, uh, a lot of people are putting up pirated and low quality footage of stuff on YouTube, and Monty Python put out an official message saying, "All right, listen." We are absolutely tired of your crappy rips, your low quality videos. We're putting our entire catalog on YouTube up for free. All you have to do is just buy our movies, buy our books. And if you like this stuff, just just please give us money because we put it on YouTube for free and, and just we'll be OK with it. And then, of course, YouTube's gone through up and down. So it's great to see this on Netflix because that means I can binge this a lot easier than I could on anything on YouTube. 
So, uh, I mean, I think we're all safe to say everyone here, Monty Python fans, we don't have to argue about the fact that Monty Python is. I, I, I quote Monty Python on a daily basis. So I'm like, I'm, I'm on board. I, I will say, um, anybody who does not enjoy Monty Python, I will attack you with a banana and you will be sorry. (laughs) Laura doesn't like Monty Python. Really? I will attack Laura with a banana. She's she's telling me maybe, you know, as an adult, she'll give it another shot. But like, I'm, I'm so, not holding out hope. So here's the question then, because there she are some pe- like fun things. <laughs> here's my question, because there are some people who have not seen Monty Python. It's it's a big catalog. Where do you start somebody? Where do Holy you Grail. tell them? You Holy need Grail. To watch? Start Holy Grail. with Holy Grail. OK, you what's after? Start. You have to start. I, I agree. What's after Holy Grail? Life of Brian. That's what I'm saying, too. Uh, I would, mm, I would mix in Flying Circus. Yeah, I would do Flying Circus somewhere in between. Because I'll tell you what, if you're not, if if you haven't seen a lot of their other sort of sketch work, Life of Brian, you're going to be lost. But Josh, I came in here for an argument. (laughs) (laughs) We're all agreeing this does not make for good programming. (laughs) All right, that makes sense. I, I'm very. Do we have a date? I'm sorry, I just realized to close the article. Do you have a date for when this is all supposed to? Happen? Uh, April, uh, UK, Canada. Oh, sorry, it's going to be in the UK and Canada in April, and followed in the US sometime later in the year. Wow. So I'm going to get one of those VPNs <laughs> exactly just spoof for Netflix, like- just so that I can stream Monty Python. I in mean, the UK. Uh, we're not telling you to do that, but if you did it, you would have access to it. I am going to be doing that. All right. Our last bit of news from screen to screen was actually a really this this is a cool experience. I'm not a big baseball fan, but the Milwaukee Brewers recreated a, a scene from Sandlot. Uh, Josh, I, I know you saw this and I think the Yankees had done something like this before. Uh, tell me a little bit about this video. And uh, is it good? Uh, it's fantastic to watch a bunch of professional baseball players recreate a bunch of children playing on a dirt field and like saying the lines and, and running through and getting hit by the gloves and, and just playing each part very like they're, they're really trying in there. It was cool to watch. It was very cool to watch. Usually when I watch professional athletes do any kind of acting, I just cringe the whole time and, and, and basically just stay tense for like the whole hour afterwards. Sure, but like the they're playing the parts that were originally played by children who weren't very good at playing those parts. I understand. I I enjoyed this. I thought it was pretty good. Solid. The Yankees did one that was not as good. What was what was bad about the Yankees one? Um, it was it was it was just the wrong. It wasn't the same scene. It was a different scene. Oh, okay. It just wasn't the right thing. I have no opinion on this as I do not care about baseball. Did you did you watch it? Did you watch it? Have you seen the Sandlot? Years ago. You've Wait, only whoa, seen whoa, the whoa. Sandlot one time? Yeah, what? Maybe twice. Maybe? <clears throat> and actually played with it? You didn't watch it some more? How did you not watch it some more? Yeah. I watched it maybe once or twice when I was a kid. I enjoy it. Not enough to know, like, scenes from the movie. I know you're killing me, Smalls. That's about it. You're killing me, Smalls. You are killing me, Smalls. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody calm down. You know who's killing me? John Favreau's fucking killing me, okay? <laughs> Well, since Brian's not very excited about uh, Sandlot, which, by the way, shame on you, son. You know what I am excited about? The world of comics. How it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but most of all, how it's affecting you this week. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. 
Let's just start with it, all right? It's, let's get every, it's, it's go right we, into it. Let's just go right into it. Let's go balls deep. And I can't it. breathe for a week until a new trailer for something awesome drops. Deadpool 2 drops oh, my trailer. Gosh. So good. Looks great. Yeah, it does look great. Very astute of you, CJ. We got... <laughs> wow. Just, just, just going to beat me down. A little derivative, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that's the point. All right, good. Uh, so th- there was a lot going on in this movie, in this trailer. Uh, we got Terry Crews. Like, no one knew Terry. I didn't know Terry Crews was in this movie. I don't know Terry, but I love Terry Crews. Let's freaking do it. Why were you Colonel Sanders right there for just a moment? Did you <laughs> notice Colonel the Colonel Sanders. Sanders vibe? I don't know. Come eat my chicken. He did. <laughs> anyway, I you, he did. I, I say he did. The Colonel. I told you, he did. I say you, he did. I'm sorry, CJ, what was your question? Yeah, there was a lot in that trailer to, to unpack, so tell me what uh, we, you know, we should have picked up on, what did people miss, what, what were the highlights? I, I didn't realize this was going to be homework, Jesus. I How many times you did you watch bef- the trailer? I watched the trailer three times, uh, and about four or five, what I got out of it, like you saying there's a ton to unpack, and Brian saying it's a fantastic trailer, the trailer was incredibly entertaining. I am thoroughly confused about what they wanted me to take away from that trailer. Okay, Josh. It was all over the place. So this is the first trailer that actually showed a little bit of the story, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, because it seems like, from what I can gather from the X-Force trailer. X-Force is what I took away from this trailer. Right. Yeah, X-Force. But it seems like Cable's going to be the villain for a majority of the movie. Yes. And... He has come back in time to kill a kid who he believes is the cause for his dystopian future. And Deadpool, for one reason or another, we don't know why, has decided that Cable can't do this. So he forms X-Force to try to stop it. And, you know, you got Negasonic Teenage Warhead in there. You got Terry Crews, who we're really not sure who he plays, but there's some rumors about it. A couple other mutants that we're not really sure about yet as of right now. But that's really what I got from the trailer is just the... I got more of the story, which as much as I love the first two trailers, they were they were jokes. They were yeah. just fun and you Fourth laughed. breaking. Just you had no idea what this movie was about. And this one actually gave you what it was about. It gave you some of the new characters. You got to see Domino do a little bit of action, which was awesome. You got to see Deadpool be freaking crazy and weird and funny, scooting around in Professor X's chair, which was fantastic. <laughs> That's great. And I think I, I, I'm going to say this now. I think it's going to be better than the first one. And I, I love the first one. I was I was reading a few articles about it. And uh, it's going to be better. Some people said a couple of the critiques of, of the first movie was it was it should have been called Bridgepool because apparently all the action was basically happening on the bridge, like a bridge scene. Uh, and then, of course, we got the helicarrier for the end. But it's mostly a lot of that. But now it looks like with an increased budget from Fox. Thank you for finally paying attention to what fans want Fox. Uh, they've got some money, some new sets, new action scenes. Looks great. Looks like we're and just like you said, I think this story is going to go a little deeper and a little. We're gonna I have mean, a little you got to remember that first movie was Ryan Reynolds and T.J. Yeah. Mil- no, Ryan Reynolds and um, T.J. Miller. The director's name, not oh. T.J. Miller. I can't remember the director's name, but that was their passion project. They they like forced Fox to give them a little funding, and then they funded the rest. Like so, yeah, there was like two set pieces. That's okay. And it made so much freaking money up until it was the number one movie to ever open in February until Black Panther came along. So, yeah, Fox is going to be like, whoa, holy crap. People actually want to see this. Here's a check. 
right in the amount that you need. And I like the fact, too, that, again, we're, we're getting characters that are lesser known, barely even known in some cases, uh, and we're giving them to a producer and a director who have a big passion for this and are going to put them in the best light possible. This is the same director that did John Wick, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, come on. John Wick was amazing in every aspect of the word. Awesome action. Meld that with the fact that Ryan Reynolds is funny. And the script writers from the first Deadpool wrote the script for this one. So this, I don't see how this is bad. There's right. nothing bad about this. Josh Brolin is fantastic. He's going to be Cable and Thanos. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I am super duper excited. You know who's not killing my childhood innocence? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I think it'll be better than the first one. I also don't think I don't think that's a huge bar to clear though. So May 18th, that's the day you got to mark in your calendar. That's when it's coming out. Uh, it's it's going to be a back-to-back Marvel extravaganza, so I am super goddamn excited. It's the right time of my birthday. It's just my birthday movie. So if Casey ever needed another reason to go to Disneyland Resort, Disney is making another huge addition to the park by adding a Marvel Land. Um, this is pretty interesting. It's also happening at Disney Paris and Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, yes, give give me all. You're making a Star Wars place already. You're making one specifically for Marvel. Like, yes, give give me all of this. Did you guys go to Universal when they had the the Marvel? They still have it. They still do. I, what I'm saying is that was pretty cool. I can it's only awesome. imagine. What it well, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I it's agree. Awesome. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter is, is awesome. awesome. Okay. Yes. All right. But you got to remember when that was first built, like shit like the Wizarding World of Harry Potter didn't exist. But that Spider Man ride is oh, groundbreaking. Hey, hey, hey. My, yeah. my, uh, my hetero life mate and I held hands through the whole Marvel place and then, yeah. The and I was supremely jealous. I get it. <laughs> and <laughs> the fact of the matter is, my point is. That Spider-Man ride was the first of its kind, and now you have two two of your beloved Harry Potter rides use the same format. It was amazing. Yeah, and then when Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout came out uh, and, and took over a section of the park too, it had took an, over Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror had amazing turnout. Right, it had just a, a fantastic experience to it. Well, I can't think of anything that both children and adults would both get behind in like in a roller coaster type environment than Marvel universe. The tagline to all this says recruitment begins. So I'm thinking it's going to be like a, 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 obviously a section, but it's your, a shield agent. agent. Nick Fury's going to recruit you. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to be an Avenger though. I think you're going to be a shield agent. I don't care. Still not a good enough reason for me to take my kids to Disney. Really? Nope. This doesn't do it? It's never going to happen. I'm never going to do it. I mean, not ever. Will you take him to Universal? Nope. You won't take him to Universal? Nope. The Potterheads that you are your children? Nope. Why? Why? Because it's just infested with people. You know, I've only ever been in Universal when it was shut down for just us, for just, for just our group. Shut down, nobody but us, in the park. That's how I like to experience Universal. <laughs> That's how I want my theme parks shut down and excluded just for me. Just for me. Uh, yes. And every place was open. And you could do everything. It was just for us. Well, I'm sorry. Those peasants down here have to deal Listen, with people. I'm not doing it. I'm not ever. I'm wow. not ever doing it. Well, dude, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to lay some knowledge on you. 
you being the big wig that you are, you go ahead and you convince your company that you need to have some sort of kickoff <laughs> meeting, that they need to shut down the park just for you guys, and then you invite me and CJ. Mm. There you go. Press passes and whatnot. There you go. Yes. So all of this is coming uh, in 2020, uh, but, you know, it's construction, and I don't see that actually, you know, happening 100% on course, but hey, whatever. I, I, those can dream. As long as it's safe, we're good. It's Disney. It'll be safe. Twenty twenty. I will. That's so close. Spend my thirty fifth birthday there. Now, see, I might fly for your birthday. Oh, okay, that would be cool. Let's but do like, it. I'm not bringing my fucking kids. Oh, but that would be so much to fun. a birthday party. Can you imagine Christian and me in line for like a Spider Man ride, and him going, <laughs> "Name your top three Spider Man stories." Here's the thing, bro. In There's order, like, and and as much like I can get that by bringing you to the Lehigh Valley. <laughs> I don't like. Here's the thing: you don't if need to I'm, pay the premium on it. If if I'm gonna be drunk in Harry Potter world, I don't like. I don't want to also be a role model. That's not a good thing for kids to see. Okay, I see your point now. Now that you've added alcohol to it, it makes sense. <laughs> it's your 35th birthday. What are we gonna be doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't drinking need to drink. copious amounts of alcohol. Okay. I figured we'd just ride some rides and meet Mickey. Now, no, no. now, now, remember, this is Disneyland, so this is the one that's in California. Yeah. Not, okay. Just and? Let, just letting everybody know. Are, are you prejudiced against the California no, People think that it's the Disneyland, Disney World, they always flip it, just letting people know, Disneyland, California. Nobody thinks that, only you. Yeah, my miles no. spend the same no matter where I'm flying to. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, with any luck, when's your birthday? September. Well, that doesn't coincide with San Diego Comic-Con at all. No, it does not. They're about three months apart. You're correct. I'm thinking we should just like celebrate your birthday early and do both. Hey, I like this. You got to get the girlfriend on board. Good luck with that. That's not my job. That's just your job. All I got to do is tell my wife it's Brian's 35th birthday and I'm flying to California and she'll argue for a minute (laughs) and then she'll realize that I'm going to do it one way or the other. All right. So switching gears over to D.C. Um. Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, it's a it's a it's a pretty good show on the CW. It's part of the whole it's Arrowverse. Fun. It's fun. It, it's fun. fun. Uh, they are getting ready for season four, and there was some news that came out. Brian, what the heck is going on right now with Legends of Tomorrow? Well, the headline says that Matt Ryan has been uh, wow. promoted to series regular. I sent this to you, and you're like, who, "Yeah, we." Who plays? Who plays Constantine? Who plays right? John Constantine? Yes. I was like, "Yeah, who?" You know why I was like, "Yeah, woo, 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 woo." Because they did a Constantine show, yes, which was really good with Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan was really good, but the problem was it was on NBC, and that was a terrible idea, so it only lasted <laughs> one season, and everybody was like, but I really like that. You know who's better than freaking Keanu Reeves as Constantine? Matt Ryan. We need to bring him back somehow. And so they had him on an episode of Arrow, and everybody was all like, woo, yeah, woohoo. And now they had him on an episode of Legends of Tomorrow, and everybody was like, yeah, woohoo. Now he's going to be a series regular? Yeah, he's great. This he's is fun. just reminding me how far behind I am on everything that isn't flat. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, like, I, I have. So far behind. I have, like, I'm probably a season behind on Arrow, and I'm at least two seasons behind on Legends. I am at least three seasons behind both of those shows, but current on Flash. Well,. You're You're making a bad decision about Arrow. Arrow's a good show. Um, It's better than it was in season four. Right. 
It's I've got some severe problems with Arrow right now. Oh, you're being so. It's not the Flash. I, I know understand. it's not the Flash, and I don't expect it to be the Flash. I have some severe problems from a story standpoint with I, I, Arrow. Okay, and and I'm not going to go too deeply into this, but we'll, it, I'll go down this rabbit hole. All no, 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 no. All I'm going to say is this: if it weren't for Arrow, there would be no Flash. I know. In the first three seasons that. of Arrow, that's were amazing. That's all I'm saying. So I'm sticking. I have loyalty to Arrow because if not for Steven and Mel and that show we don't have Grant Gustin and Flash I agree and I love Flash so much that I have to love from whence it came okay that's all I'm saying that doesn't mean you can't have a problem with this particular yeah I was season. gonna say yeah you, you you're you're allowed to be critical of it yeah mm, nope my loyalties preclude listen I still own every single season of all of these shows that doesn't I, mean I get it I don't have some I, issues with I some won't, of it I won't badmouth it right. because because that's how I operate. Okay. Anyway, this is good news. Matt Ryan's a great Constantine, and we need him in more stuff. You know what would be an even a better idea? Cancel Supernatural, which is on season 8 billion, and just have Constantine because they're kind of the same show. Or keep Supernatural, have it on as the same night as a new Constantine show, and then you'll make Boku Bucks because the same people watching Supernatural back would watch back. this show. Yep. yep. That was their problem with putting it on NBC. You hear me, Greg Berlanti? You hear this, Greg Berlanti? All right, so last bit of Cape Talk news. Uh, just on the heels of Star Wars legend Mark Hamill getting his rightful place on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, the original Wonder Woman, Linda Carter, is finally going to get her spot as well. Wonder Woman! I know Papa Thornton will be happy about that. So the ceremony is being held on uh, April 3rd. Uh, this is awesome. Much, much well-deserved. Guest speakers are going to include uh, director Patty Jenkins. Um... I'm glad to see that we're giving a lot of people who probably should have had a walk, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, their 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 rifle due. Uh, I know it took so long to get like Adam West on there. I mean, there's a whole documentary about getting Adam West uh, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, this is great. I'm, I'm excited to see this. I agree. Agreed. It's awesome. What a woman! <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. It's all I wanted. All, just all the themes all the time. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we know, I love to go around the internet. I like to find the weird. I like to find the obscure. And then, of course, I ask for a tech perspective. So, last week, uh, we talked about the closing of Toys R Us. Tech perspective. The whisper at the end. That's what sold it. So, some some news came in. There There is probably a 90s toy store whole... Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Can someone just articulate that? There is a toy-sized hole in your heart. (laughs) And KB Toys. I don't know why I couldn't say that. There's a 90s toy store hole in your heart. I don't know why. Yeah, it's specifically a 90s toy. I don't know what specific shape a 90s toy (laughs) took as opposed to regular toy store hole. 90s toy. A 90s toy store hole. 1990s era toy. Toy store sized hole in, in your, your heart. heart. I, we all had difficulty except for I Josh. Did, no, I didn't have any difficulty. I, I, I said, just I said the word. Just what okay. you're saying doesn't That's make what I any do, sense. CJ. I fucking say words. So anyway, there's probably a hole in your heart left by the the closing of Toys R Us. May or may not be and in the shape of a '90s toy store. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> So a, another toy store may be coming back from the grave to fill that void. It's KB Toys, which we talked about last week because, Josh, I believe you were a KB Toys person. Um, well, I 
what I didn't say I was a KB Toys kid. What no. I said was I agree. We didn't have a Toys R Us, so that's where we went. It was, I want to be it was very a KB clear, Toys kid out of necessity. That was the only toy store in the mall. That's that's where we went. It wasn't a choice. Right. So uh the they closed their their stores down for good in 2009. Uh, a company has you know bought the brand itself uh, and basically said, "Hey, listen, for a hey, nickel, <laughs> probably like uh, the same th- guy that bought Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> he also now owns the Olive Garden. Just waiting for I'm, that. To I'm collapse. serious. Probably, probably Does he really? Same guy. No, I don't know. All right. Uh, so his reasoning behind it was, uh, listen, a lot of the management made some bad choices back then as to why, and that's why it closed. We're not the same management. We've got the brand." Obviously, people may want this to come back, so we may be coming back. It's it's you know all the maybes and wishes and hey we'll seize, but I, I think that's pretty exciting. Brian, I think the brick and mortar concept for a specialty store, much like toys, is on the way out, and I don't I think they will die as quickly as they come back if they decide to do come back. I think uh, what you said has merit. I think it lacks. So let me add that. Okay. The brick and mortar toy store is not only so specialized and like isolation, like location type issue. That's not the problem. Like people will drive to you if you have culture. Toys R Us had that. They had the Jeffrey thing. They had the birthday thing. I talked about it last week. Obviously it's, it's, it's a, it's a thing that has, evoke some emotion from me this my memories of kb are some like slack-jawed teenager there's a bunch of shit on the wall right it's just it's just a bunch of toys on gondolas and like slat shelving that is maybe priced accurately and maybe not kb is not toys r us kb is not a world-class retailer and and Right. While while they may have folded up shop, I can tell you Toys R Us was a world class like the, in the same vein as a Best Buy or a Target or a Walmart. The problem was they were so specialized that it was really hard to survive. KB can bring toys into their stores. They can do that. That's, that's what they do. They're a toy store. But a toy store that lacks culture, that lacks the excitement around the child, is not like a model that can possibly survive. Like Brian said, but he had the tact not to rip a brand to shreds. (laughs) And I will, because that's the only place I shopped as a kid. Anytime I did anything good and, and, and got a toy... I was taken to KB and I picked out a toy from the, just the disheveled shelves and ugliness and whatever. And, and people behind the counter, they just didn't give a shit. And the funny thing is I didn't care. Cause I got a toy as a kid, but as an adult seeing what toys R us was culturally, not just for children, but for parents, I, the image Every toy I had ever gotten at that point was tarnished by people that didn't care when Toys R Us clearly cared so much. If you buy Toys R Us property, lease it, open up as KB, 
you have an initial surge of excitement, and then, like Brian said, you die off super fast. This is a bad idea. So here's here's the other side. It's like Pokemon Go. (laughs) So here's the other side to this, right? They are. This is not the same group of people that that actually ran KB Toys and and, and took it into and took it into the I ground. Get it, and what they're matter. also asking though for is they're asking for the thirty three thousand people who are you know out of the job due to the closing of Toys R Us to send their resumes to them to take those people. So if we've got new people at the top and if we can get some of the same people from Toys R Us, do you think they could build a new culture and well, they could actually change the brand and turn it around? We are transitioning now, CJ, into into my domain, which is not uh, toys, retail, brick and mortar, and more into people development. Here's the problem. If you bring on 33,000 displaced people, if you bring on 33,000 displaced people and just take over the footprint, you lack vision, top-down culture. Mm-hmm. So... You're going to be deploying these people operationally to make a profit. Again, if you lack a vision, you can't possibly motivate people to execute a plan. And I don't care if they're new or old. They're not Toys R Us. They're not going to have the same vision, same culture. And it's going to be about, regardless of what promotions or 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 grand openings are deployed it's the initial investment is going to be about a bottom line profit year one when that doesn't happen they're gone and i i don't think the culture is transferable simply because you import the people because right. you're still like your sole drive is about the bottom line kb kb toy stores is trying to fill a void that cannot be filled because they can't provide the culture right. so as as hopeful as I am for 33,000 people instantaneously getting another job, this company doesn't have the vision to execute. That's what I'm saying. I also I also thought it was very interesting and extremely sad to, to hear this news, too. Charles uh, Lazarus, who was the founder of Toys R Us, uh, he was 94, and he actually died the day after they announced that all the stores were, were closing. So, I mean, like, it's just a double hit in the heart of going, Jesus, you know, not only was a, a thing that, you know, a lot of us had memories to gone, but the, the, the man himself who it found may it, have actually killed him. Is may, have, may have actually killed him. Yeah, that's it's, it's absolutely crazy. I just wanted to end uh, today's episode on a question that we got from a fan. Uh, it actually came up during a trivia night. Uh, his friend got two out of three. I want to see if you guys can get three out of three. The answer is, can you name three of Aquaman's? Uh, enemies i can name at least three without thinking about so and and not that i was a giant aquaman reader but justice league crossovers and whatnot so ocean master black manta king shark for sure are three now stay with those three right brian not using those three can you name three more i can name two groups does that count Uh, the legion of doom doesn't count no, Deep Six was a group of six different entities yeah. that each occupied a different power. And then uh, Ogre, o, O.G.R.E, was another group of like five or six or seven different people. Like, I don't. Well, also why, Sand. <laughs> no, like there were other. Like, I know there were there was a. 
There was a, like, wasn't there like, it wasn't Electro, but it was some sort of electric guy, electric man. There was the, the jellyfish guy. I don't like, I don't understand why people are asking about Aquaman things like as a trivia thing that people don't know. Well, because people didn't know. Ocean Master, Black Manta, and King Shark. Yeah, those, those are your big three. Josh, I'm actually impressed. You very well done. Um, there's also, you know, Siren, Fisherman. Um, the Trench was a group in uh, recent comics. You mentioned Deep Six, which you're correct. Um, that's really all I got. I wasn't a huge Aquaman reader. No, 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 I wasn't a big Aquaman reader either, but I think I read a few ancillary stories as they uh, crossed over and to Justice League. Yeah, sure. So I ended up like the 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 Black Manta and <laughs> was a big. You're right. Electric Man. I remember one. that being an emotion, like an emotional story. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for listening. As you just heard, this is not a one-way conversation. We want to hear from you. If you got a question or anything, just reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter at that kind of nerd. You can also follow us on Instagram at that kind of nerd podcast. If you or someone you know is just utterly addicted to Spotify, if they find it draining to go to another app in order to listen to a podcast, fret no more. That kind of nerd is now on Spotify. That's right. Just go to the search bar on Spotify, put in that kind of nerd, and you'll see our podcast. Every Monday morning, 6 a.m., same great show, same great nerdiness, brand new app. That kind of nerd is now on Spotify. I want to thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood and your drive to work, and we will see you all next week. If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, well, take a listen to our show, I'm sure you'll see There's many points where we can agree Like that Martha as a plot point was just too absurd And Apple versus Android is a case to be heard And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd Well, welcome to the club, cause you were that kind of nerd Ah, uh, where to start with this week? Probably the thing you put first in the notes. You want, uh, you could just not destroy my witty banter, you bastard. Not a witty banter, nor a good segue. You feels like segue. you haven't put any time. We just into started. This at all. There's no segue available. Well, there there is the beginning, which you have fucked up already. Segway, like from the intro to the topics. That is a segue. That's a Thank segue. You. No, that's a in- uh. no. No, you are indeed segueing from the intro to the topic. All right, the, hmm, the bit, 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 don't know how to fucking segue. So I, uh, that's a perfect segue. You should use that. So May 18th, that's the day you got to mark in your calendar. That's when it's coming out. Uh, it's it's going to be a back-to-back Marvel extravaganza. So I am super goddamn excited. It's the right time of my birthday. This is my birthday movie. Did <laughs> you just laugh at my birthday movie? <laughs> Does the no. fact that I have a birthday movie amuse I- you? Maybe no one will show up and Ryan Reynolds will come to the movie with you. <laughs> no, Ryan Reynolds won't show up. All right. Uh, no one will show up. I'll tweet. Hey, no one came. Ryan Reynolds will be like, yeah, no, I'll totally come. And then he'll he'll stand me up, too. And I'll just be alone. Eating the popcorn. Maybe maybe some nachos. Well, probably because you don't want to pay for a freaking movie ticket because you have hey, a movie pass. Hey, I'm, I'm going to see this in IMAX and what other accoutrement I have to pay extra for. Accoutrement? Yeah. Sorry. Didn't realize you were seeing this in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a Deadpool. It is not very good. <sighs>
You know how much shit I'm going to catch for saying cancel Supernatural? Yeah. Who the fuck watches Supernatural? When they do, when you find them, they will let you know. It's like someone that, when they go vegan, they're like, have you ever gone vegan? No, you should fucking go vegan. Oh Oh my God. These are CrossFitters. It's a a great show. It it really is. I don't know. How are you not eight? You don't, you don't, you don't have time. You don't have time to do 18 seasons. That's ridiculous. And and I'm certainly not the, like, I'm probably not the audience, but I have never seen a single minute of that show. Well, you, you know what, Josh? No. No, no, seriously? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead you, and say no right no, now. No, no, but you kind of are the audience. I'm it's, not. No, it really, it's it's X-Files, but with supernatural shit. Mm, nope. It's, le- it's legit what the show is. Oh, does it have Gillian Anderson and no, Dave Duchovny? No, of course it doesn't. It, it doesn't. There's a crossover things. with Scooby-Doo, if that makes you interested okay, at all. Okay, like Matthew Lillard? No, Matthew Lillard's not in this. He's in Scooby-Doo. I'm just wondering where the crossover is. It's a cartoon crossover. Oh. That's that's, oh. that's stupid. And you're regard- speaking to the show's credibility right now. <laughs> CJ isn't helping my case. I know. No, I'm gonna try to sabotage you. This the show first, is so the dumb. first, the first five seasons of the show is amazing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> first five, but they seasons? are on season thirteen, uh, which so it's limped along for. Now a I'm long never time. gonna watch a moment of that show. Well, all the hate mail can be sent to hate at that Wow, <laughs> hate. We have our own hate mail. We have our own hate mail inbox. Why not? Might as well. 